This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Coming up on 5-Minute News. Bar targets ICC after court opens war crimes investigation. Black Tolsons call Trump rally a slap in the face. And alarming rise in virus cases as states roll back lockdowns. It's Friday, June 12. I'm Anthony Davis. The Trump administration is launching an economic and legal offensive on the International Criminal Court in response to the court's decision to open an investigation into war crimes in Afghanistan carried out by all sides, including the US. The US will not just sanction ICC officials involved in the investigation of alleged war crimes by the US and its allies, it will also impose visa restrictions on the families of those officials. Additionally, the administration declared on Thursday that it was launching a counter-investigation into the ICC for alleged corruption. The Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, National Security Advisor Robert O'Brien, Defence Secretary Mark Esper and Attorney General William Barr gave a presentation on the decision at the State Department but then left without taking any questions. Barr made it clear that this was the beginning of a sustained campaign against the ICC and that Thursday's measures were just an important first step in holding the ICC accountable for exceeding its mandate and violating the sovereignty of the United States. Judges at the ICC gave the green light in March to an investigation into war crimes in Afghanistan and began an investigation into crimes by Israeli and Palestinian forces in December. In his remarks, Pompeo made clear the US sanctions were also aimed at defending Israel. Human rights activists say the Israel Defense Forces have operated with virtual impunity in the West Bank and Gaza. The Secretary of State urged other ICC members to join its campaign against the court. David Bosco, who wrote a book on the ICC, Rough Justice, the International Criminal Court in a World of Power Politics, said, I think this is as much directed at the looming Palestine situation as it is at the Afghanistan investigation. The executive order clearly allows for sanctions against ICC personnel who investigate US allies who have not consented to the court's jurisdiction. Black community and political leaders called on Donald Trump to at least change the Juneteenth date for a rally kicking off his return to public campaigning, saying that plans for a rally on that day that marks the end of slavery in America come as a slap in the face. From Senator Kamala Harris of California to Tulsa civic officials, black leaders said it was offensive for Trump to pick that date, June 19, and that place, Tulsa, an Oklahoma city that in 1921 was the site of a fiery and orchestrated white-on-black killing spree. 
This isn't just a wink to white supremacists. He's throwing them a welcome home party. Harris, a leading contender to be Democratic presidential candidate Joe Biden's running mate, tweeted of Trump's rally plans. Tulsans marked the 99th anniversary of what was one of modern America's bloodiest rampages targeting black communities a week ago. Trump's campaign has been eager to resume large rallies as it tries to move past the coronavirus pandemic and reconnect with the president's conservative base in his favourite format. While Trump focused most of his rallies earlier this year on battleground states, Oklahoma stands out as a reliable Trump territory. It gave him a 36 percentage point victory in 2016. But Tulsa, an oil centre along the Arkansas River in the northeast of the state, has had its own marches, viral videos and problematic police actions during this month's unrest. Oklahoma's Black Democratic Party state chairwoman also condemned Trump's rally plan. A day set aside to commemorate the freedom of enslaved people must not be marred by the words or actions of a racist president, Alicia Andrews said. States are rolling back lockdowns, but the coronavirus isn't done with the US. Cases are rising in nearly half the states, a worrying trend that could intensify as people return to work and venture out during the summer. In Arizona, hospitals have been told to prepare for the worst. Texas has more hospitalised COVID-19 patients than at any time before. And the governor of North Carolina said recent jumps caused him to rethink plans to reopen schools and businesses. There is no single reason for the surges. In some cases, more testing has revealed more cases. In others, local outbreaks are big enough to push statewide tallies higher. But experts think at least some are due to lifting stay-at-home orders, school and business closures and other restrictions put in place during the spring to stem the virus's spread. The increase in infections pulled stocks down sharply on Wall Street yesterday, dragging the Dow Jones Industrial Average more than 1,800 points lower and giving the S&P 500 its worst day in nearly three months. The infections deflated recent optimism that the economy could recover quickly from its worst crises in decades. The virus is also gradually fanning out. That's also happening globally. Places that suffered early on, such as China, Italy and Spain, have calmed down. But Brazil, India and other countries that were spared initially are seeing large increases. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News with your preferred podcast app, ask your smart speaker, or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Please leave a review on iTunes Podcasts or Amazon. 5-Minute News is an independent production covering politics, inequality, health, and climate. Delivering unbiased, verified, and truthful world news daily. I'm Allison Holland, host of the Kennedy Dynasty podcast. Equipped with a microphone and a long-term fascination of the Kennedy family, I am joined by an incredible cast of experts, friends, and guests to take you on a fun, relaxed, yet informative journey through history and pop culture. From book references to fashion to philanthropy to our modern expectations of the presidency itself, you'll see that there is so much more to Kennedy than just JFK or conspiracy theories. Join me for the Kennedy Dynasty podcast.